Welcome back to Coffee Time with your host, ex-Google, ex-Facebook, multi-millionaire tech lead. And today, I wanted to give you some lessons on money. Some of the worst ways in which I have wasted loads of my money. And I'm not just talking about small little purchases like sneakers or pack of baseball cards, but I'm talking about thousands of dollars in savings, which to you is probably like life-changing amounts of money. So let's get into it. Quick pause, this video is sponsored by brilliant.org slash techlead, a problem-solving app and website with a hands-on approach featuring over 60 interactive courses on math, science, and computer science. Check them out at brilliant.org slash techlead and get 20% off premium for the first 200 people. Tip number one has to do with housing. Housing is one of the biggest costs out there, and I have personally blown thousands if not tens of thousands of dollars on housing. One of the worst mistakes I've ever made was relocating to New York City, signing a lease for $2,300 per month over a whole year. And there was really no reason for me to be there. In fact, I moved there to try to meet a girl who I had met online. And I thought that if I got an apartment there, I could use that to impress her. However, she never even once visited that apartment. And in fact, nobody ever visited the apartment except for the time I leased it out on Airbnb and tried to recoup a few of my costs. And what happened was I just spent and wasted a whole bunch of my time decorating the place, making it look nice, for what? For who? Really just for myself. And I didn't appreciate it. I spent 99% of my time looking at the computer, not looking at all of the decorations that I had put on the wall. So at the time, this girl who I was chatting with online, nothing really became of it. And I think I was just chasing some figment of my imagination, some fantasy. And other than that, I had a really hard time making friends in New York. Maybe I was just too nerdy for the East Coast people. And so at the end of it all, this experience cost me $2,300 over 12 months in an expensive city. We're talking about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 in cost sitting alone in a luxury apartment all by myself in a city where I didn't really have any job prospects because I just moved over to New York without having landed any offers. This probably cost me a year of my life and I'm absolutely convinced that the same thing is happening to almost everybody else in New York. Despite the stories that you may hear on social media, those people out there are not living the high life. Moving on, purchase mistake number two also happens to be in housing. This was my apartment in San Francisco. So I was working over in Palo Alto over at Groupon and I was living with my parents. And at the time, living with your parents just wasn't really a cool thing to do like it is today. So I wanted to get out of the house and I decided to move over to San Francisco. This apartment cost me $2,500 over six months and I essentially increased my commute time from a short 15 minute drive to a 90 minute commute through train and driving and walking. And I think I also had to take a bus to the train station. So it was a hellish commute, but hey, I was living the high life or so I thought. I was an independent person living in my own apartment unit, having moved out of my parents' basement. And here I was really living in somebody else's mess, right? It was a pre-furnished apartment and it still had all the other person's bedding and clothes there. And so I was sleeping in somebody else's bed, taking showers in somebody else's germs and inhaling the air that they had previously exhaled the prior month. Not to mention with the terrible commute, I just got so fed up with the lifestyle and it really de-energized me that I quit that company within say three months or so. So overall you could say that the experience not only cost me my rent money and a ton of time but also cost me my job which was a 150k salary over in high-tech Silicon Valley. Not to mention I also had to waste my time learning Ruby on Rails for this job. Okay, so my third worst purchasing mistake is buying things for other people. I remember when I used to do photography, I bought my brother a camera. It was like $500 to $1,000 or so, and he never really used it, never really appreciated it, so then we got rid of it. And then later on, 
he rebought it because then he felt it was his own and then he started using it. And so the thing is, when you buy things for other people, they never seem to really appreciate it. This happened with my ex-wife too. I would take her on these lavish vacation trips. We went to like Alaska. So we'd be in Alaska in Denali National Park and then she would say she's not getting out of the car because she's mad. And so I would be saying, look, I spent thousands of dollars for us to have this experience and now you're not even going to get out of the car because you're a little bit angry about something. Like, why don't we just hold the argument until later? But really, the lesson here is that when you buy things for other people they just take it for granted they don't appreciate it the way they would if they were to buy it on their own so the interesting thing about money is that once you have it it's hard to spend it especially on other people who weren't there to earn it they didn't see how the money was made they think it was just free it was just handed to them and then they take it for granted they don't appreciate that and oftentimes people just waste the opportunities and don't use them to the fullest and so these days i'm just very careful whenever i consider buying anything for anybody else it's kind of like that old saying it's better to teach someone to fish than to give them a fish because if you give them a fish they may just chew half of it and just throw the rest out moving on tip number four my worst money mistake was adventurous sports so there was a time when i would get into motorcycling scuba diving and it would cost me money and time to take these classes and for what in scuba diving i get a chance to drown and in motorcycling i get a chance to break my leg because it said that it's only a matter of time when you fall not if you fall on a bike You know, after you finish scuba diving class and it's too late to get a refund, the instructors tell you that something like 90% of students just give up scuba diving after that because they realize it's too dangerous and it's not really pleasant. You see, scuba diving was traditionally something only soldiers did until mass commercialization pushed it upon the general public and now people think that it's safe when it's really not. And similarly with motorcycling, at the end of the class, I really began to do my research and I realized that I think like bikers are prone to 100 times more chance of death than drivers. Like that just doesn't sound really fun to me. So the thing about money is that often spending it will increase your chance of death or injury. And you know that's why they say that even in hospitals, the busiest times are during holidays or weekends when people are out there having fun doing adventurous activities compared to just going to work, doing their nine to five job. In fact, I remember when I was learning motorcycling, I pre-ordered a $30,000 Ducati Superbike. And it was really weird that the store owner just let me purchase that even when they knew that I didn't have much experience. Later on, I had the sense to cancel it. But in retrospect, if that purchase went through, I probably would have gotten myself killed with that. All right, so for my fifth money mistake, I'm going to say jewelry. So I remember a few weeks before my ex-wife just left, I decided, you know what, I know she was angry at me. I'm going to buy her some expensive jewelry, a few thousand dollars pair of earrings. And I thought that this would make things better. I thought I could earn an apology this way. It was a diamond pair of earrings, something with a bit of sentimental value, something that she had always wanted. But the thing is, at the end of the day, jewelry, it's just a rock. It's a very expensive piece of rock, but... I would say that instead of that, maybe put more time into investing in experiences between two people in order to develop more of a personal connection and relationship. Instead of just buying expensive rocks and jewelry is so expensive and yet the payoff from it, I just don't see it strengthening the bond between two people. And actually, one of my worst buying experiences was at a Tiffany jewelry store because right after I finished purchasing this necklace, the store clerk told me, oh, by the way, there are absolutely no refunds. Once you buy it, you cannot give it back. We don't want any of this stuff back. And so I was just left there thinking, wait, so this necklace, which I just bought from you for a few hundred bucks, it has absolutely no value to you. You just don't want it back. And that's pretty much how it works. And I could just remember the sweat starting to trickle down my neck with that sinking feeling that, 
I've just been scammed here. So especially commodity jewelry or diamonds, there's not much value in it. It's not investment grade. All right, let's wrap this up quickly. Number six, fancy restaurants. On my 30th birthday, I went to this fancy Japanese restaurant. It was a full nine course meal. The whole thing took three hours of my evening, not counting the 30 minutes it took to get to the restaurant and back. So it was a four hour ordeal and it pretty much just wasted the whole evening for me because it was my birthday and I had all of these other things I wanted to do. I wanted to take a walk through town. I wanted to go play some arcades, go to the local cake shop and get some desserts. But I didn't get a chance to do any of that because I was just stuck in the restaurant, just sitting there waiting for them to serve all nine courses. And I was pretty much done within the first 30 minutes or so. I was ready to get out of there. But I had already prepaid for the whole thing, cost me a few hundred dollars. And they're just wasting so much time walking back and forth, having a little chit chat, introducing each meal to you. And I'm just like, I just want to go play my arcades. The food is fine, but the loss in time is not worth it to me. And then the seventh money mistake is going to have to be a car, right? They're the second biggest purchase after a house and they're really death machines. It's funny the number of times I would be driving and I would just go berserk and just start speeding around super fast, road rage all over the place, honking my horns, trying to kick people out of the fast lane, going 120 miles per hour, tailgating motorcyclists and trying to race them. And you know, I could easily have run over a motorcyclist. I could easily have got myself killed and ruined my life so fast. The more boring the car, the better. You know, these vehicles, they're not really toys. I don't think they should be considered toys or anything to play around with. It's like a washing machine. They're just appliances, utilities, and you really don't want to get yourself excited about these things. And I don't think they're much status symbols either, because at the end of the day, it's not girls who are looking at cars, but just other guys anyways. Now, as for areas where I think it's worth spending money on, I would say that investment in yourself is really good. For example, buying a MacBook Pro allowed me to learn iOS programming, which led me to landing a job at Google as a software engineer there. Buying camera equipment helped me start a YouTube channel or investing in your own learning or buying books also tend to be a very good investment because they make all the difference. They just set your life on a whole different trajectory. Now, really one of the best ways to spend money is by investing in yourself. So check out brilliant.org slash tech lead, a problem solving app and website that will help you achieve your learning goals. These days, many people are on the lookout for online math and science courses. So whether you're a student looking to get ahead or a professional brushing up on cutting edge topics, or someone who just wants to use this time to understand the world better, you should check out Brilliant. Try adding some learning structure to your day by setting a goal to improve yourself and then work at that goal just a little bit every day. Brilliant makes that possible with interactive explorations and a mobile app that you can take with you wherever you are. If you're naturally curious, want to build your problem solving skills, or need to develop confidence in your analytical abilities, then get Brilliant Premium to learn something new. Brilliant's thought-provoking math, science, and computer science content helps guide you to mastery by taking complex concepts and breaking them up into bite-sized understandable chunks. You'll start by having fun with their interactive explorations, and over time you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish. So check them out over at brilliant.org slash tech lead and get 20% off for the first 200 people. Link in the description below. But let me know what some of your biggest money mistakes have been. I'd love to hear. Post them in the description below. If you liked the video, give the like and subscribe. Follow me over on Instagram at techleadhd and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks. Bye.